0: I'm Halima Atta, and welcome back to another episode of A Little Perspective. So last week in particular was very, very stressful for me, academically speaking, because I had so many assignments due on Canvas and stuff that I just didn't have time to do, but I managed to do them all, meaning that it was at the cost of my sanity and well-being because I wasn't able to spend a lot of time doing things that I kind of wanted to do. You know, like besides school. So, well, I don't want to do school. That was really misleading. Besides the things that I'm required to do, like school. So, really, last week all I did was eat, sleep, and do teams meetings for school, and that was really it. And um, on that note, I was in utter disbelief. I was in shock to check my grade book and notice that I had an F in participation in my personal finance class. And at first, I was shocked because out of character. But then I realized that I did have her on mute for the past class and a half my teacher so it kind of made sense i stopped doing that obviously but when i did tune into personal finance about yesterday yeah yesterday in class we were learning all about retirement and fun stuff related to that so during this lesson we kind of talked about saving and why it's important for the future and etc i'm not going to go into depth because no but one of the most like prevalent things we talked about just so frequently was retirement and I know, like, nobody likes talking about that. I don't like talking about it because it just makes me anxious. Like, that's, it's not soon. It's kind of decades away. But I still have to be, like, acting on it, like, saving for it consistently, like, right now, even though retirement isn't for another, like, 50 years or so. But, yeah, on that note, I kind of came to a realization about money's importance, like, in our society, in our not society, in our world, around the globe. And I know that that's something everywhere, everybody knows that, but there's just so much knowledge associated with it that you need to be aware of to be financially stable in the future. So yeah, I think that without that personal finance class that I just love so much or my parents' assistance, I'd probably be very financially unstable in the far future. Like, I thought a 401k was a salary until, like, this month. So don't say all of that just to talk about how I almost failed um, to my personal finance class or how I don't know what a 401k is, but rather too connected to the fact that the whole planning decades ahead element is just a lot to grasp and it's really a necessity in money and in our handling of money. So in light of my financial realizations, today's episode will be a brief discussion of money, including what it really is and its efficiency its impact on our lives and the answer to a very very cliche basic question can it buy our happiness so to start off what is money and how does it work i'm pretty sure everyone knows what money is it's been instilled in our brain since childhood and it would be kind of very weird not kind of like really weird if you didn't know what it was and you're listening to this right now so to delve into it a little bit more according to positive money a non-profit organization based in london Money is any object that is generally accepted as payment for goods and services and repayment of debts in a given country or socioeconomic context. As for its uses, those can be defined as a medium of exchange, a unit of account, a store of value, and, occasionally, a standard of deferred payment. So, yeah, to water that down, money is just something we use to pay for things, whether goods or services, we use it to pay for stuff. And I think obviously everyone knows that but we don't think about why it works in the first place because it's just an instinct like if you want something you pay for it and that's it we've been taught that from an early age as I previously mentioned and it's just not something you really think about that you spend too much time on if there's something you want and you don't have enough money for it you just can't afford it and you move on you either save and etc so it's not really something we think of as in like why does this work this is literally paper I could make this in my own home. Well not an actual bill, but you know what I'm getting to. Like why does it work? A lot of people don't really think about that aspect. And the answer is money works because of the faith that we put in it. And I know that's also something a lot of people know. I really I think everybody knows that, but we just don't think about it because we don't think before we spend our money. Think as in we don't consider why it works. Because when you really delve deeper into it, it's just really weird that if I want food, I have to hand a person A piece of paper to get it instead of just taking it or if I even want to be able to sell the food in the first place to buyers like myself I have to give paper to someone or like uh, like a construct like another thing like digital money it's not like it's not tangible so we're just believing like hey they put money in my account and we just believe it and we just live like that so yeah, money really only works because of the faith that we have in it. We believe that it's worth something, even though it's worth virtually nothing. It's paper, but as people, I'm not even gonna say as members of a, like a Western society because this is something that's used everywhere, not just here or not just in the states. But yeah, we we use money and we believe we just believe that it works, so it works. And I think that's really weird. So although it's weird, it's definitely very very useful because it serves as a great system or structure for countries, societies, because it's an incentive, which isn't really just a desire, but also a need. Because as much as people desire the idea of money, they work for it, because they literally need it for everything. So, as previously mentioned, we need money and a lot of people like to think that that's not the reality, that it's not true. I think a lot of people try to seem unique or something when they perpetuate that trope that love is all we need and we don't need money because we have love and money is, it's not a need, it's temporary when it really is. So I want you to imagine a modern day world without money. So a 2020, same day, same life, without money in place. So many detrimental effects would take place and this is because of our intentions as people people work for money it's as simple as that so think of your your dream job anything you could do in your life just imagine it but imagine if it didn't pay at all so not like a bad wage or something imagine not a cent was paid to you you worked for free and had no one to help you financially would you still want that job so think of the extreme I know a lot of people stress the importance of being intrinsically motivated to do a specific job but money is a deciding factor too personally I would rather be neutral about the excitement of my job or find, you know, little to medium joy in it and have food to eat than be doing something I really, really like and be homeless. So it's not even a a, like a subjective thing. I don't think anybody would want to do their dream job for no money with no financial assistance. It's not very desirable, no matter how intrinsically motivated you are to do something. But I say that to highlight just how much money powers our lives. It's prevalence in our day to day. So think of something in your house, in your home, that doesn't cost any any money at all. It was free. If it was a gift, imagine the money that had to go into producing it or obtaining it from the perspective of the, the person that bought it. So yeah, there are very few items that are useful, if any, because I know somebody is probably going to think of like grass or something on their lawn. Like, what do you use that for? So there are very few functional, useful items, if any, that are free. So since money is so highly sought after, it would be kind of dumb for it to not power our lives, meaning that it's not an exaggeration to say that it's a driving force of our lives, of our world. So story time, I never, I do, I do these a lot. But when I was 12, I was in seventh grade, I tried to print a $10 bill from Google for a project and a message from the Treasury Bureau Bureau popped up and told me I couldn't, I don't know why I was so surprised as if it wasn't illegal to try to print counterfeit money. But yeah, I think that just showed that the fact that all printers ever created, at least in this country, are programmed to not let you print money, just shows how highly sought after it is. I know that seems like common sense, but to me it was a it was a huge realization. Maybe it was because it was twelve and just legality of printing money wasn't something going through my head. I just wanted a picture of Hamilton on the bill for my Hamilton project, but it just really shows you just how prevalent it is in our society, how much it is of a desire because it's a necessity, not because people just are greedy, but because we need it to survive or live comfortably at least. So according to a study that I found on the very convenient internet public library entitled The Value of Money in Our Life, Money is something so important, Um, it's something of most importance, of material value in our lives, and it becomes an integral part of our lives as well because of this. On that note, it's a proven fact that money can buy you happiness, according to recent scientific studies. In fact, the more a person earns, the more satisfied and happier they will be with their life. So to further add to this scientific, or should I say credible, perspective on this very commonly asked question, I wanted to refer to a Harvard study that I was reading a little earlier. In this study, they said that the relationship between money and happiness is surprisingly weak, which may stem in part from the way people spend it. They continue to say that scientists have studied the relationship between money and happiness for decades, and their conclusion is clear. Money buys happiness, but it buys less than most people think. The correlation between income and happiness is positive but modest, And this fact should puzzle us more than it does. So obviously looking at it from a scientific viewpoint, the answer is very clear. Money can buy happiness. But that doesn't necessarily mean it will. So a couple, not even a couple weeks ago, like last week on one of my Instagram accounts, because I have many, I posted a poll pertaining to whether money can buy happiness or not. And the results were pretty split, almost 50-50. So I wanted to highlight some of the responses I got and weigh in on my personal opinion. To read some of those answers, one respondent said that money buys the opportunity to make happiness, though it's not the only way. Another person said that money can buy my comfort, and comfort leads to happiness. On the contrary, one respondent said that happiness comes from mindset and within. It's bigger than outside materials. With another person saying that it doesn't. They could get whatever they wanted and still be unhappy and maybe even depressed. So to weigh in with my personal opinion, I think that money definitely can buy happiness, but it's really subjective, which is a conclusion I come to on literally almost every single episode. But it's especially true here, because money and happiness, there's not a direct correlation, although there's a very, very strong one. So the answer is indefinite, but it's definitely there's definitely a stronger presence of a yes than a no side. Because happiness really depends on what one finds enjoyment in what I consider to be my happiness or my peak level of enjoyment might be the opposite for somebody else. For example, I really like, what do I like doing? I really like TikTok. So if somebody decided that they were going to bless me with a million followers on TikTok, I'd be super happy. But I might know a person who doesn't really enjoy social media. So getting that much of a following on an app wouldn't bring them joy the way it would to me. And for that reason, there's not a definite answer. It depends on who's getting the money, who's receiving it. Because we all have different interests and hobbies and likes and things that bring us fulfillment and enjoyment. So who is one person to say that money can't bring us satisfaction just because they're not interested in the same things that we're interested or vice versa? And something I observed a lot in these responses were the words, both the phrase long-term and the word temporary. So a lot of people chose to answer that, yes, money can bring you happiness, but whether it'll be long-term or whether it's temporary is subjective and really depends on your situation. And I couldn't agree more with that outlook because having money and using it to buy things that make you happy isn't always going to be long-term. For example, to reference my addiction to TikTok once again, as I do in almost every episode, if I was blessed with like, if I was granted, I keep using the word blessed, if I was granted like a million dollars on TikTok, TikTok isn't going to be something that's going to be around in five years time. Maybe that's, that's a stretch. That's being generous. So that's definitely temporary happiness. It'll keep me fulfilled for like four more years. But after that, what is there? So money definitely can buy happiness, but whether it'll bring you long-term happiness is subjective and it depends on your interests and your situation. And to address another misconception I saw, or just another pattern I saw in all of these answers and responses I read, a lot of people put themselves into the equation saying that, well I'm really not happy with my life right now and if I had money that wouldn't change it, or on the other side, well, I think if I had money, I'd be a happier person. I, 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 like the use of themselves and putting themselves in a hypothetical situation. And that is the wrong way to go about answering this question because as I said before, it's subjective. So we can't really be putting ourselves into the equation to speak on what tons and tons, millions and billions of other people would be feeling because we really can't take into account everyone's emotions and feelings about this topic by just using ourselves as an example because we all have different moods and different mental standings So we can't really say that, well, I'd be depressed if I had money still, so nothing would change, because we aren't representative of the the entire population. So to end with a very well-worded response I got that's like my favorite one, excessive money may not make happiness, but lack of it prohibits it. And I think that's perfect, because as much as we like to say that having money will make us happy, that's not the case for everyone, but not having money at all can definitely lead can definitely influence significantly your happiness because as I said said before, as I mentioned tons of times, it's the entire theme of this episode, money drives our lives as much as many people don't want to admit it or as many people want to uphold that trope that love is what we need to make the world go around. Money is a driving factor in our lives, not just in this country or in this society, but in this entire world throughout the globe. And so, yeah, having extra money might not necessarily make you happy or make you have a better life per se, but not having it can definitely be a significant factor in why your life might not be of the best quality it could possibly be. So with that being said, I wanted to keep this episode pretty brief. This might not be super brief, but as relative to my other episodes, because I want this to serve as a reflecting experience for a lot of us, because maybe I'm the only one that didn't know that a 401k wasn't a salary, but rather a savings plan. And we all have different stances on this issue, on this topic, because it's not an issue. It's really just a hypothetical. So can money bring us happiness? I'm definitely going to use this as a question for one one of my more recent posts in terms of what I post on my story on my Instagram, which you should definitely follow. But yeah, I want this to serve as kind of a thinking, a thought-provoking experience. So with this absence of time that I usually would spend talking even more in depth on a topic, I want you to reflect on what you think money means to you, and if you think it powers your life in particular. So to wrap this up, thank you for listening to this episode, and be sure to tune in next Thursday for a new episode of A Little Perspective. I'll see you next week.